This is Work From Anywhere, a Hayworth Connect podcast featuring conversations and stories about how and where work gets done. There's no denying that the way we work has changed in the last few years. This global experiment we've all been living has shown us that people can really work from anywhere. But it's also been a testament as to how much we really need the office. In this four-part series, we'll talk about what that means for the future of work and how the office has become a hub for collaboration, culture, connection, and attraction. Hello, my name is Kurt Vandisher, Hayworth Global Brand Director, and I'm here today with Marta Wassener from our research department. And we're going to have a little discussion about what's going on with the future of work and research. Marta, I know we do research all over the world. Tell us a little bit about what some current trends are. Yeah, thanks, Kurt. First, Hayworth is unique in the sense that our research team lives within our design studio. We help bring those evidence-based insights about the workplace, about the worker, and about the user experience into our team. And we translate those insights into frameworks and strategies and different experiences. And then we get to walk along customers with those experiences and share our findings and what we're learning. So that's a really fun part of my team. We're informed by trends, but we're not led by trends. So we're based in the foundation of understanding the performances around how human facility and organizations perform effectively. We've heard about the great resignation and this demand for talent. And we talk about in business land and attraction and retention. Give me some insights on what you see going on in that world today. Yeah. So one fun study that we participated in in the past few years is understanding the human being and the resilience that they have to do. This has been a new time for us, and we've had added stressors to us. And so now we understand how the built environment helps support people when they're stressed and what to help infuse into your work environments. So some of that is about ambient quality control. It's about the legibility of the space, and it's also about the culture. And so making our spaces more effective in addressing those needs helps individuals navigate, especially when they have increased stress. Increased stress also happens in the work environment, and we've also, in our studies, understood that as well. It's a body of work I think we can rely on for years to come. So does that mean if I'm super stressed and maybe I need to go take a nap, you might provide a place for that? Yes, you could provide a place for that. Usually people can do a recovery in less than five minutes. We don't necessarily need a large space for a nap per se, but maybe a glance out the window or a minute to take a mental fatigue recovery. Just connecting to nature really supports us in our restorative needs in those spaces. So what about culture has an impact on attraction and retention? As we look at organizational cultures, individuals are looking to match their value sets with the organizations that they work with. Being connected to that culture and having that culture supported in the workplace is really meaningful. So for an example, some organizations are very reliant on meeting start and time norms and what they're doing when they enter into a meeting. Well, there's other cultures that support meetings and they're more ad hoc. And you're going to design the space very differently. So navigating that culture and how that culture gets relayed into the space is imperative. So I'm thinking back about attracting retention. We have all these boomers retiring everywhere, and then we have this new generation. So help me understand what your research says about this new up-and-coming generation or the next generation. 
So there's a lot of young youth entering into the workforce on a yearly basis. And this generation, this new generation Z that's coming on board is going to be about 25% of our workforce in 2025. So we really have to understand what their values are. We've been doing a longitudinal study on what their expectations are of the workplace, as well as what they value, what they're looking for from an organization. And so this generation is looking for an organization that complements versus compromises who they are, who their identity is. And so while they still really value working in an office because they want the ability to connect, those social connections are so important for them, their ability to mentor, their ability to learn, being part of that overall office environment is really important, but they want the flexibility. They don't want to lose that identity that if I needed to leave the office at 3 p.m. to go join my, I don't know, a, a yoga class or surfing or whatever that might be, right, that they have the opportunity to have that flexibility to balance their interest in life as well as their interest in work. So now I think about myself and others who also want some of this flexibility. I'm hearing all this murmuring about hybrid work. What does your research say about that? Yeah, hybrid is really this balance of using this whole ecosystem to help support us. Our work from anywhere philosophy of using, utilizing the home as well as third place and the office to make that happen. So what we did earlier this year was embark on a large work from home study to try and understand how well people were being supported in their home offices, knowing that majority of our workforce is now going to have that opportunity to flex. Now, not all can, but many of our office workforce is going and having more of a blend of how they can utilize these spaces. So what we've learned from that is one, that the working from home helps balance life. It helps balance what you do in your life. However, there's pain points can't collaborate as well. Sometimes the video conferencings are happening. So the cat in the background or the um, dogs barking. Yes, the dogs barking or the mailman coming. There's all these distractions that we have at home too. But what this really does at home, what is really important for these users is the ability to do individual focus work. So we're seeing individuals really gravitate towards this. What we found really interesting though is that 50% of people who work from home have a private dedicated office space in their home landscape. We didn't think it would be that large. So that was an interesting finding for us. No wonder then if they have that capability of having a closed door private office in their home, it's enjoyable, it's more enjoyable, it's less distracting. And so another thing that we learned through that study is that many of the individuals are still looking for a good ergonomic chair. They're still sitting at kitchen chairs or folding chairs. And that evidence also is helping us look at how our B2C business is supporting with really good ergonomic chairs. Well, I think, I feel like I've been working hybrid for a long time because of my travel. So many times I work out of a hotel or I work at a client's office or I work at a subsidiary office. But what does that really mean back to the mothership or if you think the corporate office or your assigned original spaces? What implications do you see happening based on your research? Yeah. So there is some big changes happening in the office landscape. We're seeing a lot more collaboration being addressed and also shift into more hospitality, just more features that help welcome the individuals back into the office. We're seeing, as an example, lobbies shift and take on different functions, whether it might be a coffee shop that also invites other parts of the 
demographics to come into that space, whether it's neighboring companies or different suppliers. We're also seeing those become community spaces or connection hubs. So really seeing organizations utilize their space more effectively around that collaboration and community and bringing that in. So it's really softening that office landscape in that way. It makes sense because most of us like going out to restaurants or on the weekends. We go to our favorite hotel because there's a great restaurant or a bar or just a lobby that's amazing. Do you feel like there's going to be this mixing of what's hospitality versus a workplace versus a third place? Yes, you certainly see that. And we're going to be able to take advantage of that. We've got the technology now. Three years ago, we weren't able to do all the work that we are now agile enough to make happen throughout this landscape. So we're certainly seeing people move up. It's interesting. A lot of people say, I don't want to go to the office as much, but we're going back to the restaurants, right? We're going back to the social connections. We're going back to the musical concerts. We're participating in society more. So the more that we can help the office with blending those connections, that people are craving, I think that will help all of us want to participate in the overall landscape in a better way. So it sounds like it's more like someplace I want to go versus somewhere I have to go. Would yeah, that be accurate? That would be accurate, Kurt. So as your team works with clients, global clients, do you see differences in the way people are looking at things when they view this, whether it's from Europe or Asia or North America? Yeah, certainly. Some countries are slower in the process or some are faster in the process. But we're seeing global customers really taking a very methodical approach and especially some larger global customers who are just thinking about it more strategically. So their complexity of how they address their workforce has even increased more because where you're located demographically also has an impact on how you're going to address your hybrid workforce. And there's different regulations that happen within each country too. But when we look back at North America's large customers, we're seeing them look to the tools, new tools, new technology tools that help with understanding the occupancy rates, understanding utilization rates. So using this immersive technology to support how they're moving forward because it's new real estate portfolio management that has to happen. It's new workplace strategies that are happening. And then they've got this workforce that really wants more flexibility. So there's just a lot of layering of needs now that we haven't had to address that is now more complex for us. Well, I hope, Marty, you're not going to start tracking me because there's certain times I like to escape and I really don't want to be found. So I hope it's not too much tracking. No, Kurt, we wouldn't do that to you, of course, although we do know where you go most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. With We talked earlier about if you're working other places, the chair seems to be a big deal yeah. because it's if you're sitting, it affects how you feel and your overall health. So what are your thoughts on that? We spend a lot of time in the science of seating and really understanding the relationship of the human to a chair and the postures that it has to support. And so recently we've dove into a strong primary research effort around understanding what we're calling dual posture. So that means you're in a seated position or you're in a standing position, but there's a posture in between there that we want to address. We know from our primary research that this in-between posture helps support more movement in the space. 11% of the people that participated in this study moved more often. 43% said this put them in a better posture when they're doing their work. And the activities that they found this really supported was working on your computer because it just elevates you and puts you more into an active position. And it also helps when you're 
collaborating with others because you're not hunkered down or into a lower position, but you're in a more active position. And that's what we want for our employees to be engaged and more alert. And so this posture really helps them do that. So we're really excited. We've launched a new product, SOD2, that will help us do that more. And I think you'll see more from us in that area. That's cool, Marta. Thanks so much today for sharing your insights and Hayworth's research. It's exciting to learn about our world of work and our work from anywhere ideas. Please join us again. Thank you, Kurt. Always good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us for Work From Anywhere, a Hayworth Connect podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, follow us on Apple Podcasts or visit hayworth.com to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. And be sure to rate and review the show to let us know what you think. For more workplace and design content, sign up on hayworth.com to receive news and updates view Hayworth Connect webinars, read our Spark blog articles, check out our research, and of course, get inspired by our spaces and products.